Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 13. Yes, 13. Unlucky for some of oh, the no. episode 13. I've just realised. Oh, God. Episode 13 of The Best Got Beat. I am Nathan Judy, your host. I am here, of course, with the beautiful Warsaw Report, although slightly aged over the last two months, I feel. <laughs> few worry lines start, start starting to appear. Mr. Joseph Massey, Joe, how are you? I am okay. I'm a little bit more worried now. It's episode 13 of this. I, I like your sort of whip of your arm to get yourself going at the start. Yeah. It's very lovely. I have to G myself up somehow. You know, you don't just, I don't just come alive. I need to kind of just work myself into a frenzy before I start with the well hello. And now we are in a frenzy, aren't we? We're ready to go. We are ready to go. I mean, there's a lot of pressing questions. There's a, there's a lot, there's a lot of people want um, some answers. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of angry angry Warsaw fans, and um, the main question that a lot of people want to know, Joe, first and foremost, is and was how was your Valentine's Day? <laughs> That's what the people want to know. It was a disaster. What? I know. Why was it a disaster? Why? So. We're going. We're carrying on with a bad. This banter section is it? We're in banter section. I, I don't know. I mean, apparently we, 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 we've crossed into banter section, but you know, this is look. It's not going to be. As I've probably said in previous podcasts, the most happy podcast in the world, okay? Yeah. We need to raise spirits before we go into the nitty-gritty. And this, this is, this is what we're doing. Though, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. People want to know about, about, about your miserable Valentine's. <laughs> it's going to make them feel better before we get into the super saddlers. So my Valentine's, as, as I've banged on about a lot in this podcast, I was having my kitchen done. Mm. That's moving my in-laws for absolutely ages. I am home. This is first podcast wow. home. This wow! Is. How how is it? How is it? Is it good to be home? It's amazing. Um, oh, it's amazing. Because um, how, how long were we with them for? Three months. After yeah, you the see, old asbestos and the one disaster to another and another and another. See, for me, one or two weeks would be would be just about three months. That's hard work, man. Yeah. that's hard work. I mean, my in-laws. They're lovely are, though. They're amazing. They're, they're the amazing. best. But regardless, it would grate on me after three months just having that little. You know, you want to just go and watch your football or yeah. you don't want to have to awkwardly see someone in the corridor upstairs and have to feel that you have got to say something. Yeah, but I get, I get enough of this uh, <laughs> expression star. <laughs> Do you know when you've got that awkward thing when you're walking through the corridor and you're like, oh, I've got to speak to this person, but you've got no real interest in doing it. So you've got to say something, something like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Oh, cool, cool, cool. You think, oh, God. Or you walk the other way. I have walked the other way before. Yeah, well, they are family members. They're not colleagues. But yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a long, it's been a long stretch. I think they'd had more... By by the end of it, they were desperate to get rid of us. They they were more annoyed with us than we were with them. Really? By the end of it, yeah. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, but anyway, three months, whatever it takes to get a kitchen, absolutely ridiculous. And I still haven't got a cooker. As oh of today, and this, this you will hate what I'm about to tell you. My last three meals, my last three dinners, we haven't had a cooker since we moved back, which is about 10 days. Yeah. There's only so much, like no cooker at all. There's mm. only so much um, scrambled egg on toast you can eat. Yeah, I do like a bit of scrambled egg. I like egg. a bit of scrambled Smoked egg. Smoked salmon as well, well, obviously. Obviously for you. A little bit yeah. of parsley. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, my last three meals, yeah, last night, Valentine's Day, yeah. Domino's Pizza. Other pizzas wow. are available. Wow, calorific. N- night before that. At Domino's UK. Night before that, Chinese. Really? Yeah. Night before that, McDonald's. No. I feel dreadful. Uh, but your insides are absolutely screaming. Are Do you feel awful. sluggish? You I must feel, feel awful, sluggish. Mate. I feel awful. I just, I'm, I'm great. I just want some vegetables, mate. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Some I'm greens. Want. I've tried to eat as much fruit as I can. My body's craving goodness. Mm. Goodness. Mm. Yeah, I'm, it's horrible. Me and my wife, we, didn't, we thought the cooker was being fixed yesterday. Yeah. All we were looking forward to, Valentine's, all we wanted yeah. was a home cooked meal. Mm. Cooked my wife. My wife was looking forward to cooking it. I oh, was looking nice. forward to eating it. Receiving it, it yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, that was all we wanted for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Not a lot. 
Not a lot, is it? No. Real not, not a lot, lot to ask. Not for three months. Um, no, still not fixed. Oh um, my god. So I've had a moan. I think it's being fixed today. Right. Um, but we essentially spent twenty quid on a pizza we struggled to eat because oh. you just didn't want to eat junk. No, she didn't want to eat it. I didn't want to eat no, it. No, but you feel you got to do it. And that's the worst takeaway, isn't it? You want to mm. enjoy your takeaway. Yeah, never, absolutely. Never buy yeah. a takeaway if you're not going to enjoy no, it. No, no, no. Ridiculous. Absolutely, yeah. Um, what did you go for? What topping? We had two pizzas. It was an, it was an offer. Okay. Um, so we had a, a basic pepperoni. Yeah, I don't mind a pep, bit of pep. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then we had a bar, chicken barbecue one, just to mix oh, things up. I don't know, chicken on a pizza and barbecue oh, I like sauce. chicken on a pizza. Yeah, it was like really? barbecue base, yeah. And then we had some garlic pizza bread. Oh, goodness me. Carving hell. I know, yeah. Carving hell in a massive household. <laughs> and like, oh, I was just, yeah. It started okay, but then you just, with every bite, you just felt yeah, worse. Yeah, and you just feel like, I don't need to eat this slice. But I don't just, need to just, eat it's it, just, yeah. It's just coming towards the mouth, and I'm going to have to open it. It was like a taste of like the, the chicken fried rice from the night before. Oh, it was, just, it was just grease. It was just grease. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then like, we were kind of really angry because the cooker hadn't been fixed. And then we ate our pizza, put a little go to bed, ate our pizza. Um, and then just like, my missus was on the sofa and she fell asleep at nine o'clock. <laughs> Living the dream, mate. Absolutely living the dream. The dream. Living Cards, the presents, or anything like that. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the actual facade that is Valentine's Day. I mean, it should be every single day of the year, but you have to spend a little bit, don't you? It's annoying. If you don't get it? a card, you can't. You can't get away with that. I don't think. I got a card. Yeah. I got. A, I did the card, flowers, bottle of wine thing. Yeah, that means that. So you, you've passed that, haven't you? I've passed that. I've passed that. But it's annoying that you've got to do that. I feel. Yeah, Where's Husband's Day? When's Husband's Day? Yeah, because yeah. it is all about the women, isn't it? It's, it's not really about us. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you got a, you got probably got a card from Mrs. Did you? Got a card. No yeah. present though. She got me a mug. Oh, go on then. Um, which says like Daddy on it. Ah. Oh. Um, which was twenty. She, she's got the one that says Mummy on it. She said, you said it was twenty. What? It was twenty-two quid. No, it wasn't. I know. Yeah. It, no, I, I mean, I bought it. I can remember it as a gift in desperate need one time. Like I needed a gift for her, and mm. people like. I don't know if other people who've got kids to do this, they probably do, but it's so annoying. You have to now get a gift from your kid. So oh, like, yeah. We do it from the dogs. Yeah, of course you do. We do it from the dogs. <laughs> My no kids. Do you, when you sign off your cards, do you put Baloo's name when you have a Yeah, dog? Baloo and Stitch, with a, and instead of a kiss, it's a paw. It's a little big circle, then four little four little dots for the paw, and then a kiss. Oh, no? My sister-in-law does exactly the same thing. It's ridiculous. It's uh, absolutely ridiculous. It's a, ridiculous, but also necessary. Um... Alana got a great gift from the from the from the dogs. She got a Cineworld Unlimited pass. That's a great. It's a great gift. It's a great gift. On, on our perk box, by the way, for our I don't know if you knew this. You can have certain discounts that you get from yeah. Star employees. So a normal because we went to we went to the cinema a while ago. I know you're itching to get onto Warsaw. I'll finish it quickly. Um, we went to the cinema a while ago to go and watch um, in this IMAX IMAX at Cineworld at Resorts World. Yeah. 16 quid a ticket. I don't really get what IMAX is. It's basically a big screen and louder noises, I think. But that is what a cinema is, a big screen and louder noises. It's even bigger. Yeah, It's even bigger and better. I pay, I've done it once before. Yeah. It's expensive to go to the cinema anyway. I tell you what, go IMAX in 3D and you're looking at 20 quid, not a lot of change out of that. It's, it's crazy. It's extortionate, yeah. Um, £5 for your pick and mix. Yeah, oh, I don't go pick and mix now. There's too much sugar going on there. I'll just probably mm. have some. Maybe if I'm if I'm being really naughty, some dry roasted peanuts from Starbucks um, or really almonds. Naughty. That um, really naughty. Um, so anyway, a, an unlimited. How much do you reckon one, one is? Basically, unlimited viewing all the way through the year. IMAX and all, 3D, everything included. What would you say? Well, I have had one in the past. So oh, okay. I kind of know. Okay. Well, when we had it, it was a couple of years ago, and it oh, was like 16 quid a month, 16, 17. So you're talking about yes, yeah, so about 190 quid then, is it? Well, for a year, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's two hundred and twenty now a year. Yeah, that's probably unlimited. About right. Um, we got it for one forty-five from the perk box. One hundred forty-five quid, unbelievable. Oh right, okay. it's decent, isn't it? That 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah. On Perkbox, you can buy cinema tickets for five pound now. Yeah, you can. You can do all yeah. that, all that chibang. But I think this works out better to be Yeah, that is good. And I do you, like a good movie. And it means you go and see films you wouldn't see. Yeah, which, which is good. Well, it's got good and bad points. That's I tell, true. I tell, I tell you what has got good and bad points. Go on. Warsaw Football Club. What are the good points? Well, oh, don't don't do that. Don't <laughs> do right, that. Sorry. Goodness me. But yeah, I mean, fair play. Um, look, let's. Um, it's not good, Joe. It's it's not good. I mean, just looking back, I think they've only won once since December the fifteenth. One win in twelve. One yeah. win in twelve, which yeah. is well, it's obviously obviously relegation form. Um, look, let's let's go on to the last game quickly, which was, I thought, a home banker, a must win, but to go to a defeat after that first half is is absolutely criminal. Um, sum up your thoughts about about what must have been one of the most frustrating games of the season. Um, oh, sum up my thoughts. Where to begin? Yeah, I mean, let's let's push it forward in a sense rather than looking back. I've spoken to Dean Keats and Andy Cook this morning about that game. Both admitted it's got to be rock bottom. That has got to be that's point, it. Point zero. It yeah. cannot get any worse than that. If it gets any worse. Wolves are going down. Let's be honest. There's no other. There's no other way of saying it. That has to be the ultimate, ultimate wake-up call. If we're being honest, there's been plenty of other wake-up calls along the way. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be taking them now to yeah, wake yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, but it, it cannot get any worse than this. If it does, then then next season League Two beckons, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bad, bad night. Um, it was a bad, bad performance. Um, it wasn't good enough. It's as simple as that. Walsall. Did tr- they play badly? They played badly. They had two shots on target in the whole game. Guffrey, to be fair to him, he's he's a centre back who spun his man like a seasoned centre forward, and he's hit it really well. The keeper's made a fantastic save. Um, in the second half, Matt Jarvis had one save from the keeper. It's just not good enough. It's not good. They, they were ten points from safety. They'd scored eight goals away from home all season, mm-hmm. and they. Probably should have won the game by a greater margin. Really, Joe Piggott's gone through, hit the post inside of the post. I mean, he's so unlucky. Oh, second half one, this was a massive let off. You said a massive then, let off. Mm-hmm. I said, and um, Liam Roberts has made some excellent saves mm-hmm. over the course of the ninety minutes. They had a chance in the first half, though, didn't they? Warsaw, no. They had a few moments. They had that Guthrie chance, yeah. and they got in a few dangerous positions where they just couldn't. Is a bit too much on it. Like yeah. I remember Gordon hitting the byline and sending in a ball which was inches above Ote. Um, Cook headed, glanced ahead and wide as well. Yeah. But look, it wasn't good enough. There's no, no, there's no point in that. You can't. We're at the stage now where let's not make excuses. Mm-hmm. Nothing really matters anymore. Like I'm going off on a bit of a tangent, but no, re- no, it's fine, it's fine. The reason why I love working with Dean Keats is because he's so honest. Mm-hmm. He's so honest, and I always see. I genuinely always see games the way he sees them, by and large. There's very, very few exceptions. There's one exception actually, Portsmouth away. Other than that, I always agreed with his post-match comments. When he says it's fine margins, fine margins. When he says it's individual errors, he's he's right. He's always always right. However, it's got to the stage now where it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. There's no there's no point in explaining it or making excuses or it's not excuses, but but they're not coming out the other end of it. They're saying it was a fine margin. We just got the win. It's always the rules on the, always, the receiving always, side. It's always a defeat. It's yeah. always for some reason this team cannot win games of football um, at the minute. Um, so. Wimbledon wasn't good enough. It has to be rock bottom. There's only one way to... Well, there's not only one way to go, unfortunately. Um, but it's just got to improve. It's got to, got to, got to improve. It cannot carry on. Um, and you just you just never expected them to lose that game, really. I mean, their form was so bad. Um, 
It's a real, real wake-up call for everyone. Three points off the relegation zone, albeit Shrewsbury have a game in hand, as do Gilliam Oxford and Bristol Rovers. So, you know, it is... It's worrying, isn't it? It is really worrying. Well, Dean Keith said it himself, we are the favourites for relegation now. Well, not... I, I understand that. Not with the bookies. I'll give you the bookies at the no, moment. No, they are in the bottom four, I think. I think the f- there's four teams. No, there's not. They're, they're, they're just outside it. So there's the four teams that, that, win, that, that the bookies believe will go down will be Wimbledon, Gillingham, Bradford, Rochdale are the bottom four. Okay. Well, the worry there would be Rochdale always stay up. <laughs> um, um, but there's, not, there's nothing. In, it's literally a toss of a coin. Six to five, five to four. They've got Walsall just about avoiding relegation by the skin of their teeth. Now, it literally is, I can't say that, but it's a catch-something hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, uh, look, things have got to change and they've got to change very, very quickly, don't they? They do. Can I, how much of the blame, and he's getting some stick and quite, and, and you'd, you'd expect it to be, how much of the blame is at Dean Keats' door for this current showing? Um, it's a very good question. At the end of the day, you can make there's there's mitigating circumstances, there's reasons for this decline, but he will be the first person to say he is the manager and he is accountable. So really, it's look, it's like, but he's it's, got it's, to say that. A lot of managers say yeah. that to deflect off their team. How much does he believe that I've made some grave errors here, or how and, and how much of it is look? I've got nothing to work with here. I'm doing the best of what I've got. I've inherited a squad that wasn't good enough. I've tried to bring in players. Not a lot of them have been allowed to come to the club. I've had to, you know, had to bring in last-minute signings. Some might not be good enough, but we've had to, to, to get what we can into to, to get a squad there. And, and look, I'm just doing the best of what I've given. Well, that's when you say it like that, I mean, when you list it like that, I mean, they're all valid, valid, valid points. Uh, and that, is, that has happened along the way. So, there is absolutely no doubt there's players in the squad he, w- he wouldn't, he, he will happily release at the end of the season. There's, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about it that they've missed out on a host of signings because of the budget, but that's always going to be the way. He, yeah. knew, he knew that when he took charge sure. at Walsall. There's absolutely no doubt that Dean Keats has made mistakes. Um, and, there's, and there's just this thing with players making individual errors time and time and time and time again. I said it, I've said it before in the podcast. It feels like they get together in the dressing room um, before the start of the game and they each take it in turns to say well lads I'll, I'll mess it up this week like it's not it's not one of them Yeah, they're all guilty yeah. of it They, I mean they really are all guilty of it um, well probably with the exception of Andy Cook who, who, who he, in my eyes he does no wrong but um, look it's an absolute it has, it has spiralled it's spiralled and spiralled and spiralled Keith has got to take a lot of the blame he's brought in a lot of players now this is the issue. As much as there are still Whitney signings there, he has brought in a lot of players, and it, and a bit harshly, they haven't hit the ground running. They're, they're, they're struggling. Mm. I mean, they're coming into a struggling side. Some of these players have got decent deals as well, Joe. Long deals, yeah, long deals. But I think, like, if we use Dan Scar as the example, yeah. I mean, I spoke to... One of his coaches, actually, at Stourbridge, they picked him up from a non-league club, like even lower than them. Mm-hmm. And they said, look, the first three games he was with us, it took him time to adapt. He, he had to st- it took him time to adapt to the level. And that mm-hmm. was with Stourbridge. Mm-hmm. He then went to Wickham on loan last season. And from what I understand, it took him three or four games again to step yeah. up to the level. So I think 
we're going to need to give Scar three or four games. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. A lot of games, really, in the grand scheme of things. But in this predicament, <sighs> you, can't, you haven't got time to give people two games, have you? Now, not, not anymore. You're mid-table, but now you, you know. You... <laughs> He's had his three games now, um, so I think he needs to. He needs to up the ante, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so does Cameron Norman. I mm-hmm. mean, he's come in at right back. Big call to leave Nicky Devlin out at right back. Has Cameron Norman justified his place? No, um, is the honest answer. Um, so, oh dear, I'm going off on a tangent here. I can't no, 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 but it's... It, it's so, right. look, Keats has to take an absolute chunk of the responsibility. I think, like, I think... From what I've, what he must find. Is he showing hard. naivety because he's come up? You know, he hasn't managed the league one either. Do you know what I mean? So he's getting used to the league at the yeah. same time. So you he, got, he's got to grow. And he's got to make mistakes as well. But some of these, I say selection, but maybe it's not selection. Maybe it's just the quality of the squad that are really, you know, costing them at the moment. Yeah, I think. Do, do you know one thing that strikes me with Keats? It's always he, he when he was a player, yeah. he was heck of a player. But you know, with Keats. He's, had to, he's almost had to fight for everything he's achieved. Everything he's achieved in life, he's fought for it. Yeah. And look, he's. I mean, he's he's five foot five, five foot six. He's, he, and he's. You won't mess battling, with him. He's a, well, you won't mess with him at all. No. Like, I mean, he, like, but he is a battling central midfielder. When he played, he was a battling central midfielder. He had yeah. a cultured left foot. He had quality. Yeah. There's no dispute in that. But he 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 was a lion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I spoke to Ray Graydon about him, and Ray Graydon told him like basically. You ease off. Mm-hmm. You have to ease off. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're going to be banned every week. Yeah. Um, and I just get the sense of Keats. He was always so professional. Mm-hmm. He was always so full of fight. He was always so hard working. Yeah. Which he is now. He's all of those things sure. now. But you know what? If if Ray Graydon or Chris Nickel or whoever managed Dean Keats sat him down and said, stop doing this. Yeah. You need to be in this position. You need yeah. to be in that position. Do you know what? I think next week Dean Keats would be in that position. And okay. I think Dean Keats would stop doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a mentality thing. And I think maybe he is frustrated that he is telling these players things time and time and time again. Yeah. And it's not sinking in. Um, I asked him about the slow starts. I mean, the slow starts are ridiculous. They do not start start halves of football well. Mm-hmm. They've conceded so many goals in the opening ten minutes of games. They've conceded so many goals in the first ten minutes of the second half. They did exactly the same thing against Wimbledon yeah. on Tuesday night. And like you look at it, and look, Walsall didn't start well on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The first half an hour, Wimbledon were a better team. Mm-hmm. Then Walsall had the momentum mm-hmm. for 15, 20 minutes to half time. They were a team creating chances. They were a team doing well. You thought they were going to nick it. You, you said thought, to me, yeah. like, you t- tweeted me, didn't you, saying it's getting a bit anxious. Yeah. But I said, look, we're, we're going the right way yeah. here. One minute into the second half, mm-hmm. their striker, I can't remember his name, Folavi or something, has one blocked by Gordon. It's a goal line block. He wasn't on the goal line, Gordon, yeah. but he was in front of the line. Yeah. He stopped the goal. Yeah. One minute into the second half, that is. One minute later, Wimbledon are ahead. And you say to Keats afterwards, I said to him afterwards, like, this is this has blighted your season. Yeah. You you start so slowly. Yeah. You start so many halves asleep. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And he said it's mentality. He said and he said, Can you get into these players' heads and shake them? And you can you can't. Mm. You can only tell them time and time and time again. Um and I think maybe that's where there's like a, a Are lot of Are they playing pers- with fear then? Are they playing with the worry for me is I don't think they can play at home anymore. And that is a big, big thing to say when they've got so many home games coming yeah. up. I mean, look, it'll turn, but the truth is the performances away from home have been an awful lot better than the performances at home. Um, I mean, Wimbledon was awful. Mm-hmm. Rochdale before it wasn't much better. Mm-hmm. 
Blackpool was good in the second half. They deserved. I mean, how they didn't get something from that game. Matt Jarvis, a penalty mess. It's an absolute disaster. Yeah. I think they feel <laughs> under pressure at home. They can't. I do. I can't say it any other way. Look, I'm not criticising the fan base for that. Like, mm-hmm. but I just feel like that. But I mean, the bottom line is that there was only three thousand fans there on Tuesday night. If you can't play in front of three thousand fans, yeah, like you. Yeah. But I do, I do think there's an issue there. Um, that's that's I think what all the issues are really. I think Keats is frustrated with a lot of players, and 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 I and I, and I think he's probably frustrated because he was never like that. Um, Multiple issues. I don't know if I'm making sense anymore. I'm just talking. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, no, you're making a lot of sense. Uh, There's there's a lot of questions coming um, and some good ones as well. So I think probably the best way to go is for you to answer these questions going forward and then we'll move on to something else, yeah? Okay, yeah. I think I need a pause, yeah. Yeah. Have a a water. Have a water. Have a water. Have a drink. Have a drink, son. Okay? It's all got very tense, hasn't it? Take a breath. Mm. Breathe in. And breathe out. Have you done yoga before? No, of course not. Oh, you've got to do yoga. Bit of hot <laughs> yoga, no? What? But hot yoga? Butt hock. No, but buttock yoga. What did you say? A bit of hot, hot yoga. Hot yoga. Hot yoga, yeah. So you get into a room about 100, 110 degrees, absolutely sweating, one hour in there, unbelievable. I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, mate, go on. If you want to see Joe Massey go to hot yoga with me, we'll do a video of it. We won't. Email in and I'll take him at the end of the season if Warsaw stay up. Something to look forward to. Do you want to do that? If okay. we'll stay, stay up, I'll do anything. Yeah, hey, there we yeah. go, there we go. Hot yoga, remember, don't don't, don't let him get off that. Okay, here we go. Um, Colin Price, has Dean Keats lost the dressing room? Uh, no, he hasn't. Um, I don't think he has. No, no, he hasn't lost the dressing room. There's no doubt. Um, he's had his issues with some players. There's no doubt about that. We all Confrontations. Know. Confr- um, we know he's had problems with Kieran Morris, for example. Um no, he's not lost a dressing room. I've seen. I spoke to Andy Cook today, and the, the fight and the desire is there. I mean, this is a bit. I didn't want to say this to be honest, but because I was going to save it for a story. But we're in the moment, and I'm going to say yeah, it. But yeah, but the, the loyal podcast listeners like a little bit of an exclusive. But next week we'll have a story put out where Andy Cook has basically said he wants to score the goals to keep Dean Keats in the job, um, and that is where it is at the moment. Like I do think Keats commands respect. I think all the players respect him. I think. All the players want to play for him. Look, there's going to be one or two who probably don't. Yeah. Same at every football club in the yeah, country. Yeah, of course, of course, course. He's going to have one or two issues with a few of them. Um, but, no, he hasn't lost a dressing room. And I think... You see Cook, last minute goal, carved 1-0, goes straight to him, big bear hug. Big bear big hug. Big three points, yeah. that's where you start the season. Start it from now. I don't know if Keats is a hugger. Um, oh, he'll do anything now. <laughs> do anything now, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, look, as bad as they've been, and mm. they've been bad... They've been bad. They're not being thumped, are they? No. They lose a lot of goals. They've lost a lot of games recently, 2-1. Yeah. Um, they're not... And I think if they've been trounced a lot, you could say lost the dressing. They, they, I think people can see when they're playing, they are trying. Mm-hmm. They are trying. They are... Um, they're, putting in, they're putting in the commitment. They are giving everything. Um, but they're not, they're not coming out of the results. That's the bottom line. But I do think they're trying. I do think they're playing for him. Craig Smith, what actually is our best starting eleven? So... Rather than answering that, I'm going to answer what team I'd pick. Is that fair? What team you'd pick for Saturday or going forward? Because we can, we can leave that till we'll go on to Coventry and what team you'd pick or you think he won't pick your team? I don't think he'd pick my team. Okay, let's go with your team then. So I think my best starting eleven yeah. would be a 4-2-3-1 formation, mm-hmm. which Keith has never played okay. um, in his time at Walsall. <laughs> and I would go, obviously, Robertson goal. Um, you know, I'd have Devlin at right back. I would have... For, if it was playing tomorrow, I'd have Guthrie and Fitzwater centre back. Yes. Um, 
I'd have Leahy at left back for his assists and things, mm-hmm. although Laird is putting him under a lot of pressure. My two in the middle would be Liam Kinsella and Joe Edwards. And that is a bit harsh on Isaiah Osborne, say Osborne yeah. who has been bright recently. However, I think he's a 60-minute player. I don't like saying it, but he fades. For me, he fades. Yeah. He fades quite badly yeah. um, in the second half. And you don't really want to be changing that engine room, do you? I think on fo- the way they've been playing, it would probably be Kinsella and Osborne. Mm-hmm. Harsh on Edwards, because he's done well as well. That, that is a strong area, that is. Yeah. Those three players are strong. Yeah. Um, but in a diamond... Yeah. When you play a diamond and it's been Edwards and Kinsella in the centre of a diamond, you basically tell those two players to go and protect mm-hmm. the wide areas because there's no wingers, is yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. So I would have Kinsella and um, Edwards protecting those fullbacks in the two. Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, got you, got you. But trying to boss it in central midfield yeah. and they've got the energy, the most important thing, to get wide and protect okay. the fullbacks. Yeah, they've got the, yeah, they've got a decent engine. I'd have Dobson in a ten role. Probably mm-hmm. not his natural position, but I think he's good enough to play there. I think he yeah. can create. Jarvis obviously on the left. Yeah. I'd have Ismail on the right, but that's oh. debatable. Um he would have to buck his ideas up. He played he You know play. within twenty minutes whether he was on or not. Yeah, you know within twenty minutes exactly. I mean he did he did look bright when he came on the other night. Mm. Cook up front obviously. Yeah. Then you've got the likes of Ote, Blackett Taylor, um if you need to change things. Um that would be my team. That's what I actually think our best team is really And a bit more experience, you know what I mean? They've been there, they've done it, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? You need that now. I think it's balanced and mm. I'd like to see Dobson further forward. It gets Ismail and Jarvis on and look, on their day they are Cracking players in yeah, league one. Yeah. Ismail for me doesn't work hard enough. Mm-hmm, Being honest, mm-hmm. he doesn't work hard enough. I think sometimes he's jacked it in. Well, if he did, then he'd be playing at a better standard. Of course he would. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Of course he would. Yeah. And you've got two wingers there getting balls in the box for Cook. You've got Dobson, who can push forward and support the striker. Dobson, who can sit back and have the, the midfield two. You've got a midfield two that can protect the fullbacks. You've got two attacking fullbacks. Yeah. To me, it works very well. Um, I'd love to see him do it, but uh, he hasn't done it yet. But that would be my what I'd do. Okay, a um, few more questions then. Uh, Nick Pritchard, in your opinion, how close do you think Keats is to being sacked? And will poor early bird season ticket sales influence this? Um, so early birds, I don't know if early bird season ticket sales will influence it. You'd imagine, look, everyone knows what Jeff's like. People, people might might want to see what league they're going to be in before they, they renew. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Um Will it affect it potentially? Potentially, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I can't answer that really without speaking to Jeff or getting some insight. It's d- difficult as well because it's like, well, you, you could say that there's a number of reasons why people haven't haven't um, going for early bird season tickets, I and mean, then the maintenance issues and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean they're like, well, sort of, sort of? I know they have done some of it, but yeah. they might be like, well, we've had enough yeah. of this. Do you know what I mean? They've let's sort of, see. Let's see if it's going to be all in you know, all sort of new season. I think money will play an impact. Mm-hmm. Early season ticket sales probably will. Early bird will. You'd imagine it will mm-hmm. if you're thinking logically about Jeff. Yeah. Also, there's a new television deal next season. Mm-hmm. There's more money in League One just naturally right. because of the bigger television deal. Yeah. But as part of that television deal, uh-huh. more League One games are going to be on TV, okay. which obviously means more money again. Yeah. That's compared to League Two. Mm-hmm. League Two will get a bit more money, yeah. but they will not have those games. Got you. Um, so, financially, yeah. it is massively beneficial stay. for Walsall to stay in League One. Mm-hmm. That will, of course, come into the thinking. Of course it will. Um, I don't know how close he is. It, he knows himself it can't go on. Um, yeah, you know, um, is he a couple of games away? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Is he on a stance? He could yeah. be. You look at March's fixtures, they're tough. Um, 
But it's difficult. It's precarious. You've got to say it's precarious. It's, you can't it's not. It's precarious. It's precarious. And you worry for him. But what I want to say is, I don't know how I was going to shoehorn this in, mm-hmm. but I'll just shoehorn it in. I'll now. just go for it, yeah. It's, it's a free for all, this podcast. It is a free for all. Yeah. Keith has got a lot of stick recently, and <clears throat> completely understandably so. He knows that. He's aware of that. He deserves it. Has like, he got thick skin, Keats? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's hard as nails. Is uh, he not go, does he not go back and, like, I'm absolutely. I'm shaking here. No, I don't think he does. You don't. I think. Um, I think a lot of managers would. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's a real tough cookie. Okay. Uh, I do. Um, look, let's just. I think we all need to remember a little bit who Dean Keats is. Like, and I think that's where I am with this now. And I've always believed in him. I still believe in him. Of course, I think we're all doubting it now a yeah. bit. But I genuinely believe he's a good manager and he will turn this around. But. He is that lad from Beachdale. He is the boy who grew up in Walsall um, on that Beachdale estate. He is now managing his hometown club. He's that, he is that player that put in 110% every week for Walsall. Yeah. He is that player who won three promotions with Walsall. He is now their manager. Like, I mean, this... He He's probably annoyed that he can't get on the pitch himself and yeah, try and I think he would love this. to be on the pitch himself. He is the local boy done good. And he is in charge of his local side. I yeah. mean, like, there is no story like this in football at the minute. Mm. It is Dean Keats. It is mm. the local lad. It is the Beachdale boy. It's the three times promotion winner. It's that guy who, like... It's a side with three points off the drop. It's a side with three points off the Do drop. You know what I mean? But it... He, he was the man who he gave everything. Mm. On that football pitch, no one ever doubted Keats. He, he, he always put in a shift. And we want him to succeed. Everyone wants him to succeed. And I think, like, look, it's been dreadful. It's been awful. The, res- the run is horrific. Yeah. But we are where we are. That's a fact. If it carries on, things are going to change. Mm. Everyone knows that. But wouldn't it be amazing if he turned it around? Mm. Wouldn't it be absolutely amazing if he did it? Um, let's... When you say turn it around, do you mean just survive this season? I mean, so Would that be turning it around? What I mean is, 15 games left, a third of the season, essentially. They need, they need a, a bloody good strong end to the season, like, 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 like how they started the mm-hmm. campaign, really. And then they need to take that into next season, don't they? Yeah, for sure. Um, absolutely. All, we, all we want is for Dean Keats to be a successful Walsall manager. It's not too late for him. No. I don't think we should write him off yeah, no. but I think we all have to accept it would be last chance saloon. But success with Dean Keats is better than success with any other manager. He is the local boy. He is the local hero. He is the local lad done good. If, and I mean it's a big if, and there's a lot of things that come between now and then, they did go down. Could you see Dean Keats being manager of Warsaw in League Two? No. Okay, so interesting. I think if this run continues, you can't really see him being manager for much like... Jeff is not just going to walk into relegation. Yeah, like it's just not. There's too much at stake. And look, look at the teams in league in League Two now. You've got Crew, you've got Northampton. Um, there's um, loads of teams. Mm-hmm. Can't think of more off the top of my head. Um, Swindon. They've all been League One. Well, like, you've said it's, it's so close between they're, the. They, they're they not can even just drift in with away. a shout of coming back up this season. They are not even in a shout mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Look, there's absolutely no guarantee we'll still coming back up if they go down. No. It's not like I've seen, it's not a rebuild job. Let's no. go down and come straight back no, up again. No, no, that no. will not happen. No. Um, so they need to stay in League One. For, they need to stay in League One for football reasons, for financial reasons. So they're not just going to sleepwalk into it. But come on, Keatsy. Ollie Swift, uh, we'd love to hear the breakdown of the Kinsella situation. Why was he frozen out for a while? Can we get him to commit? Will he be a regular um, Nick Pritchard um, also says, any of the recent signings any better than what we already had at the club? So the Kinsella situation is odd. 
very it's not art. I mean well look, I've spoken to Keats about Kinsella. He said he was left out for um uh football reasons. Do I agree with him? No. Like I think Kinsella has been arguably the best player every time he's played this season. He's certainly in the top three every time he plays. He was outstanding the other night. I think it was only him and Liam Roberts really that came away from that of any credit. Yeah. It's my understanding and when I say I'm most my understanding, I'm right. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not been offered a contract. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know why he hasn't been offered a contract. I don't know if that's club policy, and they've got to a stage where they're thinking we don't know what league sh- we're going to be yeah, in next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. We don't know um, how much we've got. The budget's going to be. But I can tell you categorically, if it, in terms of Keats and Kinsella, the line is: well, he said he, he was out of the squad for footballing reasons. Um, I I, that must, I think that is true. I don't mm-hmm. think he's lying. I, don't, mm-hmm. I think that is true. But he's back in now and yeah. obviously playing well. The contract situation, he hasn't been offered one. He has not been offered one. Yeah. Um, it's not been. He's not been offered a one and rejected it. He's not been offered a poor one. He has not been offered a deal. Um, and it is my understanding um, that Liam Kinsella would very much like to stay. He does not want to leave. Okay. This should be a no-brainer. Yeah, I was going to say. He's not on a lot of money. He's been there since he was seven He's developing. And you can put in a contract if you do go down. You can have a certain amount of you know leeway and get get it signed. So if they do stay in the league one, you've got him. Surely, surely. Look, you're not. If 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 we sort of eleven Liam Kinsella's, yeah, that he is a manager's dream, yeah. an absolute manager's dream. He he will never cause any problems. He will give you his all every time he plays. He wants. He he would probably be a one club man. Mm-hmm. He would probably stay at Walsall forever. Mm-hmm. Um, is he stubborn? Is he too stubborn then in, in some in some situations? And if he has left him out or frozen him out and then bring him back in, then or you know, is he going to just that's it? It's my way or the highway, basically. Or do you think he'll relent, seeing what the situation is? I think he will. I think I genuinely believe it's it, like I said earlier. It's an area of real strength. They've got Dobson in there. They've got Edwards in there. They've got Osborne in there. They've got Kinsella in mm. there. They're probably playing two central midfielders in the midfield in the midfield yeah. four. I think Keats believes that at times Kinsella should be out the squad. I don't think he should pick him, but give him a deal mm. because he's a heck of a player. He's improving all the time. He's a smashing lad. It's absolutely mad <clears throat> in my mind that they haven't given, they haven't signed him up. When you see some of the players <clears throat> who have got longer deals recently. Wow, exactly, exactly. Kinsella is better than them. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. And it's it's turned into a little weird sort of in the stands sort of a little weird Kinsella sort of Keats battle which is really mm. odd because Kinsella would never want that yeah. he is not the type to cause problems yeah. at all but it was Kins 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 at the start of the game mm. I never heard that before it was sign him up sign him up every time he touched the ball and all the chants used to be about Keats and yeah. now they're about Kinsella and right. it feels like maybe Walsall fans their sort of their frustration towards Keats mm. is they're pushing that onto Kinsella really to boost him, but he would never want that in a million years. But have the Warsaw fans turned on Keats overall. Uh, yeah, I mean you see it on Twitter, um, a lot of them have, but they always. This is what I mean. They, they're very good in a way, Warsaw fans. They always like with Keats because they've got this emotional yeah, tie. So we always yeah. say like, we don't want to say this, but Keats mm. has got to go, or we yeah. don't want to say this, but Keats sort it out. Yeah. Or this, but they don't want. To, no one wants to criticize him. Um, but I think he's, he has lost some of the fans now. But it's, he will get them back with wins and results. Okay. Categorically. Every, it's what I come back to earlier. I think maybe it's been a little bit forgotten just who D. Keats is. Not, not really forgotten, but let's just remember how good this story is. Let's just remember everything he has done. Um, and, but I do think, like, 
Yeah, the tide is obviously turning. He couldn't be criticised at all at the start of the season. Now he's getting a lot of criticism. So, yeah, so Nick Pritchard, uh, any of the recent signings better than what we've already had at the club? As it stands, they've not shown they are. Um, and this is um, a Worrying. problem for Keats. Mm. Um, look, as I said with Dan Scar, let's just give them, let's give these lads time. They have not, they have not walked into an easy situation. They really haven't. And for that reason... Um, they, they, you have to reserve judgment on them I think we'll probably see the best of them next season um, but I I don't see how Dan Scar is keeping Jack Fitzwater out of the team and I don't see how Cameron Norman is keeping Nicky Devlin out of the team if I'm honest Rob Harvey um, can you look at our remaining fixtures to finish the season and tell us realistically how many of points we are going to get uh, Bradford at home well, he's got, he's got, he has to win that game. There's no, you, you have to win that game. He can't lose to rock bottom Wimbledon and then lose to second bottom Bradford. They've got to win that game. No. Um, I don't know why he's, he's got some interest. In, some of these are at the last five, I think. I think he's picked the ones that he thinks they'll get results from. Yeah. And so the rest he's said. The rest are going to defeat. Fleawood at home. Yeah. The, the, no one, I know it sounds very, very basic, but no one knows how many points Wolves are going to get. Yeah. And the reason, but the reason for that is because everyone in League One's rubbish. Yeah. Let's not say it any other way. <laughs> like the top four or five, they're, they're decent sides. Yeah. But if you're coming up against the top four or five, yeah. then you're probably not going to win the game. Look, we're not going to, probably not going to beat Barnsley. Yeah. Let's be honest. Um, if, we, if we had, when we go to the stadium like for Sunderland, will we win that? Probably not. Yeah. Um, although we have beaten them this season. So. Look, the top four or five, Luton, obviously, they're class. Yeah. Um, but everyone else is so bang average. Yeah. Everyone else, there's no difference between, I don't care what anyone says, there's no difference between Doncaster or even Peterborough in seventh to, to Walsall in where, wherever we are now, okay. 17th. Yeah. It's, it's nothing. The, the gap is next to nothing. Um, so, look, Coventry at the weekend have got some good players. Everyone's got some good players. Fleetwood have got some good players. Like, they, they but... But really, everyone's just a much of a muchness. Yeah. So okay. every week, anything can happen. Just go to the last game of the season then. I when like uh, you're calming me down. Okay, <laughs> shut him up. <laughs> go to the last game of the season when Paul Hurst Warsaw go to Shrewsbury, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I think I'm going to be with you for that game. Let's hope, let's hope it's done by then. Either way, let's hope it's done. <laughs> I can't you don't want to go that. there. I can't be relegated at Shrewsbury. No. I'm responsible for my actions. Oh, can you imagine? I can't do you it. You could get banned. You could get banned from there. I'd lose my job. I'm on it. I can't <laughs> handle it, mate. I can't handle it. Oh. <laughs> right. <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> right um, Suffolk Life Fan FC uh, says, uh, where, where was the sale on for paint at the ground? Must be a great price if Bonzo has bought it. You had some red, red liquor paint on it. Yeah, it's had a red liquor paint. Yeah. Look, look, brand spanking new. Yeah, you seen good, it all? Yeah, Crystal? Yeah. Okay. Um, Matt Wilson, not Matt Wilson from the West Brom Reporter, I don't think so. Looks like a younger version of Matt Wilson. Uh, why don't we have a reserve or under 23 team that plays regularly when development of younger players is supposed to be a key objective of the club and we employ John Ward specifically to work with young players? Okay, so Matt Wilson, not Albion Matt Wilson. Mm. Very, very good point. Mm. And this is where I think, I don't know if it was Keats' decision or if, if it was above him, but whoever made that decision, Keats, Gamble, Mole, Bonsa, whoever, that is where criticism is very, very fair, in my opinion. It is ridiculous. There is no youth football at Walsall. There is no development. There is, like, they've got an under-23 side who play once in a blue moon. It's not, even, it's not weekly. I don't even know if it's monthly. Um, 
And there are a hell of a lot of lads there not playing football. Yeah. Um, a hell of a lot of lads just not develop. You don't develop by not playing. No. You can't just train every day. Is it just um, basically because of cost then? I, 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 yeah, I think so. I think it is cost. And I think, I think a lot of it is um, budget in terms of the playing budget. Like you have to pay those players. So mm-hmm. Dean Keats will have a playing budget mm-hmm. and that will that's just not for the first team. Yeah. That filters down into yeah. the under-23s, under-18s or what it is. Yeah. That is his playing budget. Yeah. So if you get rid of two players who are 18 yeah. on 300 quid a week, yeah. you can then put that £600 yeah. towards a first-team player. Yeah. And I think that's what Keats is... And you can't blame Keats for doing that because football is so short term. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like we're talking about his job now, aren't sure. we? Sure. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. Yeah. So has Ke- let's say a Dylan Parker, for example, has Keats got the time to develop Dylan Parker? Dylan Parker in three years might be great. Mm. Is Keats going to be there in three years? He doesn't know that. No. So has he got the time? I don't know if he's got the time to develop these players. I think football is just instant now. I think that's where the decision's been made. I don't know if that's a Keats decision or a board decision, whether it's just the board's way of buff- pumping up Keats's budget. Mm-hmm. But but it's not good. Um, I mean, like Mitch Candlin, for example, when when he plays, he smashes them in. Mm-hmm. The trouble is, he never plays. Yeah. Um, it's absolute. How is he supposed to develop? Um, it's just absolutely bonkers. Um, and if you don't want to go down that route, if you mm-hmm. want to do a Brentford and scrap mm-hmm. your academy, mm-hmm. that's that's fine. Um, but Wolves are kind of doing nothing at the minute. They yeah. kind of not scrapped the academy, but not really got one. Um, like in terms of the players ready to step the next mm-hmm. in line sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very odd. Um, I think they need to make a decision about it. Stuart Cattell, why is John Guthrie undroppable? Um, a lot of fans will think, see him as undroppable. It, Look, last towards the end of last season, second half of last season, John Guthrie was a very, very, very good League One defender. He started this season very well as well, very, very consistent. He is just like a lot of players in that team, his form is struggling. There's no yeah. doubt about it. You cannot blame him. I mean, Walsall's defensive record has been has been so poor. He's obviously been part of that. Mm-hmm. He is struggling for confidence, mm-hmm. I'm sure of it. Um he plays I think because he is he has got some experience and there is so little experience in that back line. Um Keats actually said something quite clever, I think it was, when um earlier in the season he said when when the back four was Devlin, Guthrie, Fitzwater, Leahy. Yeah. He said two years ago, only one of my back four were playing professional football. Now it's a bit harsh on the Scottish league, of which Devlin and well, Devlin wasn't professional. In mm-hmm. fairness, he his first professional contract was at Walsall. I think it's a bit harsh on Leahy in a way, um, and obviously Fitzwalt was playing under twenty threes football. So he is right, Keats. Mm-hmm. He is right there that Guthrie was the oh, he was in League Two with Crew. He was the only one at that standard, really. Yeah. Um, so I think it's for his. It's, is it? It's his experience, I think, and I think it's a little bit of... I think Keats probably feels like Guthrie, like I do, is he was a very good League One mm-hmm. defender, um, but he's lost his way. I think yeah. it's Keats putting faith in him, perhaps a little bit too much. Maybe coming out would help him just for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, 
Fitzwater's got to come back in the side. Whether that's for Guthrie or Scar, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I really don't know in a minute. But he, he, I think he should play at the weekend. Uh, a little bit of interaction between Kevin Mac WFC Hansen. How long do you think Keats has got to turn it around before Bonza steps in and sacks him? Mac says, I don't think Bonza will sack him. Last fans forum, um, he said that they were still paying off Whitney. Kev replies with, when we get close to that drop zone, Bonza loses all logical thinking, fires the bullet. Well, the Whitney thing won't come into it because I'll tell you what, they'll lose a hell of a lot more money going into League Two than they will paying off Dean Keats and John Whitney. So that's irrelevant. Um, doesn't come into it at all. I think Keats, oh, I just don't, like, I think he's got to get results in the next two. I don't see how you can keep going. I'm not saying he's got two games to save his job. It's just my opinion. I think he's got to get results in the next mm-hmm. two. He knows that. Um, then we're into a tough tough m- month for March. Uh, look, I don't know how many games they'll give him, um, but he's got to get through February, hasn't he? I think yeah. he'll definitely get through February. Um, and then I think March, if it carried on. Yeah then I think probably then. But I'll say it again, I really, really don't want him to be sacked. I really don't. Right, should we go on to the game on Saturday? Coventry City. Before we preview it, Joe, I've got five random facts about Coventry. Oh, God. Five random facts about Coventry. Things you didn't know about Coventry. Okay, I'm not going to give this a quiz. I'm not no, no, it's it. not a quiz. It's just, just, just for find. Um, I've, I've um, located. It's called research. Ready? Very rare, yeah. Um, first one, Coventry City. Um, William Shakespeare was said to have jilted a Coventry woman on the eve of their wedding to marry Anne Hathaway. Do you know that? Anne Hathaway? Yes. So no. William Shakespeare married. No. Not, not the Anne Hathaway of today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Interesting, interesting facts. <laughs> Coventry facts. Coventry fact number two. You ready? Um, the city was the birthplace of jet pioneer Sir Frank Whittle, the poet Philip Larkin and the pop impresario... Impresciaro? Impresciaro? I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Pete Waterman. Oh, supposedly a Walsall fan. Yes, apparently supposedly a Walsall fan. But nice also double supporting Coventry as well. Ooh. We're not really sure. When do we, will he be there on Saturday? Well, I don't know. Half and half scarf? Half and half scarf. <laughs> um, fact number three. Um, the expression true blue has Coventry origins and dates from the 14th century when cloth-dyed Coventry blue became very fashionable and expensive. Nice. True blue. Like that? Yeah. Okay, you're not feeling these, uh, this trivia, Coventry trivia. I'm trying to give you a bit of a break before you no, moan I, about well, Coventry. I'm enjoying the trivia. Uh, number four. The Coventry Carol from a 16th century mystery play was recently voted the country's seventh most popular carol. <laughs> Do you know what do you, know what, do you know what commentary carol is? No. No, I don't have that popular, can it? It's clutching that, isn't it? And uh, my favourite commentary fact, number five, Chuck Berry recorded his number one hit, My Dingling, at the commentary dance hall. That is a fascinating fact. Unbelievable. Yeah. How's your dingling? Thank you. Is it any good? <laughs> your dingling? I've, I've heard disappointing <laughs> on social media. Right, Coventry Thank City. That. that was, that was really our nice. random Coventry facts, just just to just to ease the tension. Um, Coventry City against Walsall Football Club. Are we? Still, is it still the Rico Arena? I don't know these days. It is the Rico Arena? Um, look, how do Walsall get out this funk? They get out of it. By Funk's g- an underrated word, by the way. I quite like a funk. Is that? Is it? Does that make sense? That sentence. Does they get, get out, out this out funk? This, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Funk's... Ca- yeah, I think so. Let me have a look. Funk. Funk. I like the way you're tapping the keys loudly, so it makes an effect. Funk. Um, probably not. But anyway, <laughs> let's go with it. How do they get out of this funk? 
So they get out of it by, first and foremost, putting a massive, massive shift in, mm. um, and then grinding something out. That's where we are now. That's what, forget it. Like, we're, we're there for a result. I couldn't care less how, how we get it. Um, I don't think you can just turn this around overnight. I don't, if I'm being honest, Gillingham was their best performance of the season. Um, well, full stop, but certainly away from home. Yeah. I don't see them doing that tomorrow. Um, I don't think it's going to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just battle, grind, try and play. They they played at Blackpool. I mean, it was they went far too long against Wimbledon. It became too much of an easy option to just knock it to Andy Cook. Mm-hmm. Um, go there, have a bit of belief, play, but battle and grind. And let's just try and get something. doesn't matter if it's a draw. Obviously, it wouldn't be amazing. But just get something. I think you can build on that from then on. Um got to got to got to stop the rot um i mean it's been a heck of a long time since Warsaw last drawn a game yeah um primarily because they, they just keep losing um so i think a draw there would be a really good result um and that will give them a platform to go to go it's going to be really tough luke thomas they're lonely from derby it's a brilliant player Sterling at right back, a really, really good player. Well, not, not in the best of form, though. Not in amazing form, are they? They're a very, very up and down team. Um, they go on runs, basically. Um, the worry is they were in a poor run. They beat Rochdale last week. So mm-hmm. if the season continues the way it is, you look like they're, looks like they're on the up sort of thing. But I think a draw, yeah, look, a draw would be bad for them. A draw would be great for Walsall. Entertaining um, game at the Banks is first up um, when they when they met. Yeah, well, they played them twice there this yeah, season. Yeah. yeah, one in the cup, mm. FA Cup three two, mm. and then the Luke Leahy thriller. Yes, um, so there have been some good games, been some cracking games. I wonder how much those two games will come into it. Like, I think commentary will be. They won't want to lose them three times this mm. season. I think that will that will give them. They will want revenge. But Jordi um, Hawula. I know, yeah, Bakayoko. And a Bakari. Um, they've got some decent players, haven't they? Uh, they've got some good players. Um, very, this Luke Thomas lad, I mean, I've, he's absolutely class. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a real, real, real tough game. A strange, strange afternoon. Uh, commentary's manager's Mark Robbins, former um, Warsaw player Mark Robbins. Our assistant manager's Lady Vivash, former Warsaw player Lady Vivash. Their kit player is Chris Marsh. Kit man's Kit Marsh. Kit Man is Chris Marsh, yeah. Kit, Kit Marsh. Um, also legend, of course, expressing style columnist. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Keats will probably feel just as comfortable on the commentary bench as he would yeah. on, uh, on the Walsall one. He yeah, knows everyone yeah, so yeah. well. But, um, massive. It's got. It's now or never. It's do or die. Commentary, obviously, big favourites for the game. Just just under um, even money. Uh, Warsaw four to one. Will you have a punt at four to one on the Super Saddlers? What's the draw? Thirteen to five. Two and a half to one. I'd have a punt on that. Put it on the draw. Yeah. It's massive, though, isn't it? Massive. So, how do you select a team to go there and get a result? We've given you. You've said what your best eleven would be, and then it's different to what you think Keats will go for. It must be so difficult. To predict what's going to go on on Saturday and who's going to, I mean, two o'clock's going to be fascinating when the team sheet comes out. Yeah. How do you think he'll go? Um, oh, right. I don't, I'm trying to think logically. Obviously, Robertson, I think I'll go foot back to 4 4 2 because you know, you know, kind of know where you are in that system away from home. You play with your two banks of four. Um, I don't know, it's tough. I think it'll be Norman at right back. Um, it'll be probably Guthrie. It'll probably be Guthrie and Scar. 
it might be Laird at left back mm-hmm. um, because of the threat on the right of Thomas and Sterling. I mean, they are very good players. Yeah. So Laird, I mean, Laird maybe better than Leahy defensively. Leahy very good going forward. <sighs> Tough one, but maybe Laird. If I'm mm-hmm. trying trying to guess, basically mm-hmm. Dinky's going to do and always get it wrong. Uh, Jarvis in front of him. If he, he can't drop Kinsella for me, Kinsella's got to play. I'd have him Edwards next to him. Right in midfield, away from home, is a real, real tough one. You, real tough one. Yeah. I think he'll go Devlin. You do. Um, which probably is a bit... It's, I mean, look, it's a bit... He is a fullback at the end of the day, so you can see why fans mm-hmm. see that as mm-hmm. negative. It's away from home. It'll, I mean, look, everyone loves Nicky Devlin. You know what you're going to get from him. You don't know what you're going to get from Zelly. You don't know what you're going to get from Corey Blackett-Taylor just because he's so young. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in such a big game... And with the threat Coventry have got, I think Devlin's the safe option away from home. Yeah. Um, and then I think it'd be Cook and Ote. Um, Ote looked all right for you? You've seen a little bit? I thought he was very good at Blackpool second half. Okay. The tr- he was a bit anonymous first half. He was anonymous a lot on Tuesday. Um, but when he was involved, he looked bright. For me, it looks like he's got goals in him. I don't know what Josh Gordon's best position is. I don't... To me, doesn't get enough goals. You don't think you just stick, fill it, pack out the midfield and stick stick Cook up there on his own? It'd be very, very negative. Mm, I and, know. And you don't want to give him. I think you can't give him the excuse to play long at the minute, also, because the players are so low in confidence they will try and play long. Um, so no, I think you go Ote. Injuries? Who's 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 on the who's on the treatment table? Anyone coming back soon? I think it's Dobson and Ferrier are both miss out through hamstring injuries. Dobson. Um, is probably touch and go. Ferrier is a bit longer. He Are you giving up on Ferrier? Like, given up on him? Yeah. No, I haven't given up on him. Because um, I've always been a fan, but I obviously he faded badly and then got injured and stuff. But Yeah, no, I haven't given up on him. I mean, I, I like him. I like him as a person. He makes me laugh. <laughs> like, he's very, very bubbly. Um, he's very bubbly, very big character. And there's no doubt he's got the ability. That's why he was at Arsenal for so long. That's mm. why Forrest signed him. I haven't given up on him, but I, th- I think like um, he needs to put his finger out. He 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 is in the last chance saloon for me. Yeah, I think. And look, he's going to have interest in the summer ferrier. Southend tried to buy him in January. To me, he hasn't done enough to stay. Mm-hmm. So for the next fifteen games, when he gets fit, mm-hmm. he needs to do enough to stay. Right, prediction time. It is Coventry City. It is Warsaw. I'll go first. I'm going to say... Oh, go on. What are you going to say? I'm interested. Do I, do I go head or heart? Do you yeah. want me to put what I'm putting on, on Saturday? Bets-wise. Yeah. Yeah, that's what matters, isn't it? That's what you believe. I'm going to say Coventry City 2. Yeah. Warsaw 1. 1, yeah. And that, But then I think they win the next game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you spoke with your head and quickly grabbed your heart at the end to yeah. try and end on the positive yeah. yeah I think it is going to be Walsall Coventry 1 Walsall 1 1-1 one, one. and that decision has been made with 60% heart <laughs> and 40% head maybe 55% heart and 45% head but I do 
believe in Keats and the players and I've spoken to them today and they know it. mm-hmm. it's crunch time. Uh, so massive game, such a massive game, such a massive. The next two are are too big to even put into words. They really are. Um, they're huge. Um, so I've, it's it's got to happen for me. It's got to happen. So draw. Joseph Massey, thank you so much. I know you're going through it at the moment. I can I can see the pain know, etched yeah, on your yeah, face. Lost but away a bit today. but um, at the same time. Um, thoroughly enjoy the podcast the peeps understand it let's fingers cross three points on Saturday the Rico Arena from Joe from myself have a great weekend take care bye bye